Hey, Sammer. Hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To, the weekly podcast created to foster community through music by sharing the stories and songs that soundtrack our lives. Some of the songs are old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined by my good friend, Samar Abwasabi, co-founder and co-host of the Super Awesome Mix podcast. Before we jump into this week's episode, a quick reminder, did you know that you can now listen to the so- to this show on Spotify with the songs incorporated? Just search for What Are You Listening To With Music. If you're not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune into our conversation. With that, let's get started. Samer, what are you listening to this week? All right, I got two songs this week, both of which I've had on repeat for a number of weeks now. Um, and the first one is All My Dreams by The Heavy Heavy. And so I am obsessed with this band, this album. I mean, I cannot get enough of them. I am recently uh, featured another song off of this new uh, extended EP on the Super Awesome Mix podcast show um, with Matt. And so I wanted to throw another one on here because I really, really cannot stop listening to this album. This one opens up the track or opens up the album. So it's the first yep. track on there. Um and I just think it's like, if you hear this song and you like it, you're going to love the rest of, <laughs> of what you're about to get. It is truly like a no skip album. It's perfect for like a Sunday afternoon with like, especially in the springtime. I just feel like it's, it's got this really nice, like out on the road vibe and like you're enjoying the sun and you're kind of just feeling chill and you're with good friends or family. And like, I, I love that. I love the energy that it brings. And it's really got this really great throwback sound to it. It feels like something out of the late 60s or early 70s. Um, and as I told Matt on the other track, I, I just find that this is like music you can really just kind of close your eyes to and enjoy. Um, you know, like it's it's meant to truly just be kind of, I think, for me, at least my experience with it has been it's, it's just been so chill. Uh, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts and, and what you think. So true. Echoing. Well, and it's awesome to hear your explanation because we love the same album, the same amount. I've had it on repeat too. And again, like it's the, um, the, al- the album is called Life and Life Only. It's so short. They're at seven songs, um, 25 minutes. Like I'm telling you to get it like today, put it on your to-do list, take 25 minutes. You are not going to be disappointed. And I love everything that you're saying about kind of the community and like listening with your friends because I I think that's one of the things I love about this particular song, as you mentioned, which opens the album, which I love. One of my favorite tracks for sure. I was so glad you picked this one. Um, and for me, it, like it has so much like warmth in that way. You know, you're talking about like being with your friends and sunny day and sitting outside. It's warm like that for me, but I think it's warm that way because of the nostalgia, right? It does sound like you're listening to an album from the seventies. Like there are so many, I, you know, I love that it's, it's hard to, to nail any one song to a particular time period, you know, like Man of the Hills, when it starts out, I'm thinking like, this could have been a heart song. And then like the background vocals on, there's a song called Sleeping on a Grassy Hill that sound like they're straight out of a Rolling Stones song. You know, it's got like enough 
bits and pieces of the 70s that it makes you wonder. And then you get a song like, Why Don't You Call? And it has you convinced that you're listening to an old band. You know, like if you just threw the album or it came up on your Spotify, I'm like, oh, they're giving me a throwback track. And then you hear something like All My Dreams and you're like, well, wait a minute. Like, I'm confused again. Is this new music? Is this old music? And I love that. I love that about this album. It felt like it's sprinkled with enough nostalgia that it keeps you guessing. You don't know if it's old or new. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I, I was not around in the 70s um, <laughs> for most of yeah, the Yeah, thank 80s. you, Samer. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to slip that in. <laughs> moving on, uh, moving on. All right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have the nostalgic piece of it, if you will, but I, I obviously have listened to a lot of music. I mean, so much music still persists from the yeah. 60s and the 70s in our mainstream culture. So it's like you hear it and you're like, oh, wow, like this, this is so interesting. So I really love, you know, people talk a lot about how fashion recycles and like you come, yep. it comes back. And we experienced that multiple times in our lifetime. Um, and I'm, I, it's interesting now, you know, spending the last several years working more closely with music. And I think music probably does the same thing. Like, I, I bet that, like, the sound kind of recycles it, but, you know, obviously in, like, an updated, refreshed way. Um, and, and it's been really fun because there have been a number of bands in this last year that I've listened to where you really do kind of check, like, okay, wait, who am I listening to? Like, and, and you look that they're, you know, brand new. This is their first album or their second album only. And it's, it's yeah. so cool. Um, and it makes sense too, because, you know, music is really like, it's the, the output of all the inputs of these artists growing up. Right. And so like, they're growing up listening to music from the sixties and seventies and eighties, and then that influences their sound. And so it's just so cool how it like carries forward, but changes through time. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say too, is that like when I get confused about like why it's coming around, I'm like, oh, because it's the kids of people, you know, my age that are now making the music, right? So they're, it's exactly what you said. They're super influenced by what their parents had on probably. Like that's why you're getting, and the funny thing is that's kind of thematic through this whole playlist. Like we're going to kind of keep revisiting (laughs) the nostalgia of the seventies here. Um, And so I'm really happy that whatever this sort of throwback or this 70s, 60s, 70s influence sound is, I'm really, really glad it's coming back around. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, we're both here for it. Uh-huh. Yes. And then on my second track that I've been listening to that I really, really enjoy, this was actually a recommendation by a friend of mine um, who lives in Australia. So okay. it you know, makes sense that that's where it came from. But it is Expert in a Dying Field by The Bets. So I love this song. Um, and again, this is the opening track on an album that I have really enjoyed listening to start to finish. Um, so if you're if you are into good no skip albums, this is high on, on my list for that. Um, I think, you know, she, this she's just got a great sound. Like I, I love the I love the lyrics of this song. What was really funny to me is that I enjoyed the peppiness of it and just like the mood of the and the vibe of the song. Then I got into the lyrics, like really listening to it, and then you know I go and I read them outright, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh right, okay, this is like such a clever way to talk about how you know, you get into a relationship with someone, you become an expert on this one other human being. And then, you know, for whatever reason, let's say that that relationship ends. And now you're an expert in a dying field. Like, and I just love this idea that you become an expert in this other human being, because it's something I think we've all reflected on. Um, You know, like, I've had exes that I dated for a really long time. And you're like, wow, I knew this one human being so intimately. And now (laughs) that, you know, it's been like 15 years since we last dated. And it's like, you don't know them anymore. You know, they've, they're just yep. complete strangers again. 
Um, and, but it's, it's amazing. Cause like, as she sings, like, what do you do with all these memories? What do you do with all these notes and, and all the, all the little things that you know about this human being now that, now that it no longer applies. And so, you know, I think that's great. And one other lyric I really just have to call out because I, yes. I think it's so clever is, um, in the opening verse, she says, plausible <laughs> deniability. I swear I've never heard of it. <laughs> I just think that's so tongue in cheek. Like, I love that. Um, I think it's really clever. <laughs> but, me too. And I, you know, my very first note that I wrote about this is I love this title. Why are there not a thousand songs asking this question, right? For the right. reason you just described, like, this is the best way I used to, and I've replaced my favorite lyric, my favorite lyric that used to sort of describe this feeling or, you know, talking about a relationship where, you know, the person's so well was no to the surprise of no one was a taylor swift lyric um from her song new year's day where she says please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh i would recognize anywhere Hmm. you know like i love that and that, that captured that for me until i heard this song and i was like everything about it the lyrics are so smart it's so poppy and good um i love it like something about it kind of gave me liz fair vibes like um and as you mentioned they're from new zealand um i love that you can hear the accent when elizabeth stokes Mm -hmm. is singing like that brought something out for me but i wrote down your lyric and took it even further with the line after where she says plausible deniability i swear i've never heard of it amazing then she says and i can close the door on us but the room still exists and i know you're in it and yes. I was like, oh, there she goes. She just won the top lyric for describing relationships with the next. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. That next line is so good because that's that's so exactly good. what we do. Like we want to close the room, close the door in the room and just ha- be done with it. But it's like, nope, that's not how that's going to work. Yep. Um, and yeah, you know, later in the song, you know, she sings like the city is painted with memory. The water will never run clear. Birds and bees and the flowers and trees, they know we've been, we've both been here. And I can flee the country for the worst of the year, but I'll come back to it. Uh, and again, yeah. it's like, oh, what a beautiful, like amazing to the point way of just describing like how we deal with, with a relationship ending because you want to yeah. flee and, and, you know, the city that, like she says, like the water used to run clear will no longer run clear because it's like, just kind of, for lack of a better word, been poisoned by all of these like memories, especially if it's been like a really bad breakup. And it takes a while to want to come back to this and like paint new memories and, and have the water run clear again and, and all that stuff. So I yeah. I enjoyed the song so much and I enjoyed it even more once I heard the lyrics because uh, they really dug deep. So awesome, awesome song. And like I said, the rest of the album is great, too. So if you enjoyed this one, I think you'll enjoy the rest. I agree. I loved this song. I was so glad that you included it. I was not familiar with the Beth, so they were new to me. Um, and already, I mean, both of your songs are immediate ads to my 2023 playlist. Yay. Like they, I'm like, if we've, if, if the goal is to find your new favorite song, you sent me two this week, Samer, because whenever you pick these, first off, again, I was so glad to see the heavy, heavy. They've been like on my brain and I keep wanting to fit them in and there was never a good time. And so this, like, I was so happy to see them this week and then getting exposed to this song again if you haven't listened to the Beths if you're not familiar with this song again immediately go out those are your two assignments today (laughs) listeners you must listen to the heavy heavy album and then listen to expert in a dying field by the Beths I think both songs deliver um and both are just so 
quirky and different, but reminiscent of something that you've heard. So they're comforting. Like, I just love them both so much. Yeah. Well, well go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, you know, you, you talk about being um, reminiscent and, and I think your next pick, your, your first pick rather here <laughs> is perfect for that. Yes, it is. And I was saying, you know, often I come to you when you bring me songs and I have to do a check in like, Sam, are you doing okay, buddy? Like these, these picks are a little bit sad. We've gone a little bit dark. I'm like, oh, maybe I picked the dark songs this week. So <laughs> I am okay. Um, but Good. I think I went, I, I went a little darker this week or a little more like breakup-y, um, down on a different path. So for my first pick, yes, speaking of reminiscing, um, I picked a song called Let Me Down Easy by Daisy Jones and the Six. So Daisy Jones and the Six, this is, um, I was obsessed with this book. It's a Taylor Jenkins Reid book. I was obsessed with the show, um, an Amazon show, and now I can't get enough of this album. So basically all the actors that formed this band um, you know, to make the mini series of the TV series of the book got together and really created a band. So the Daisy Jones in the six Daisy Jones is Riley Kehoe um, and Sam Claffin. The actors play the two people that sort of front this band. And from that in the, in the vein of like an almost famous, you know, they created a band, made an album and, and had amazing talent, um, Blake Mills and Tony Berg. Um, Tony Berg's a former Geffen Records executive. They operate um, Sound City Studios now. Like They had a hand in writing all the music for the album. Um, Marcus Mumford contributed, Phoebe Bridgers, Taylor Goldsmith. So you can hear these people all throughout this song, in particular in this album. Um, but again, it's hard to nail it down. Like There's no real... Of course, it's supposed to be a band, a throwback band from the 70s, the book for those that are not familiar with the story. It's kind of, I've been saying it's like loosely based on like a behind the music of the making of the Fleetwood Mac Rumors album um, mixed with Almost Famous. You know, like it's like the story is that genre or that kind of story. Um, and it just, every track on the album delivers these, I'm air quoting, you know, like the fake band really right. does turn into a real life band and they're good. H had you heard anything about Daisy Jones and the Six? Are I you familiar? no. I, so this was my first introduction. And, and one of the notes I wrote here was like, look at us listening to new music. Like <laughs> <laughs> New music that sounds old. I'm exactly. tricking you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was, you know, you, you mentioned kind of being hard. It's like hard to place where this where this exists, because that was another note that I have here. It's like, it's almost like this countryish, rockish, like popish sound, like all mixed together. Um, it's really hard to nail down like a single genre for it. And as a result, I find it so interesting to listen to. Um, yeah. You know, I really, really enjoyed it. I, uh, I, yeah, I thought it was like such a fun beat and, you know, yeah, I, I liked it a lot and I hadn't, I hadn't known the the background of it. Um, I just thought this was like, you know, a new band out there producing new music, which I mean, it is right. But like to, to know yeah. that it comes born out of a TV show is really interesting. I love that. <laughs> And it will be interesting to see if they have, you know, if they continue on as like right. a band or if it's just kind of like, no, we did it for, you know, we did it for the show and that's kind of it. I mean, an interesting note, I mentioned this on another show because I've been obsessed with this since it came out and I just, the, again, finally had a chance to feature a song. Um, 
But Daisy Jones is played by Riley Kehoe, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. So it's interesting, too, to sort of see that come back around, you know, not only the songs and the music, but even like some of the performers. There's a lot of talk about Nepo babies these days. And however you feel about them, I think she killed it in this role. So I'm so glad um, that she was cast as Daisy Jones. And, you know, sort of the last thing I'll say about this is I, I do love how it ties back to our conversation with the heavy, heavy, you know, in terms of both of them being like modern bands that have almost reverse engineered themselves to sound like a 70s rock band so i love that um oh and i I do have to call out one lyric in this too there's a line that she says that again from the first moment i heard it when she sings it in the show i was like oh that's a great line she says every lies true at the time baby that's the thrill and i was like that's kind of you know, like when you, I, like it's one of those things that you hear and it kind of like you, you hear it in your ears, but you kind of feel it in your gut a little bit. Right. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and then for my second pick, I'm like, we're just going to take it down one more notch. We're going to end it on like a super sad, but like upbeat. Once we talk a little bit about what I, what I feel like the song means, hopefully we're leaving listeners with a more positive reaction. But I chose a song called Ghosts Again by Depeche Mode. So I, I'm not, I'm going to start out by saying I am not one of the people like Depeche Mode. There are Depeche Mode fans that are like diehards. I love Depeche Mode, everything Depeche Mode. I'm kind of a, a fair weather friend to Depeche Mode. I listened to them so much when I was in high school and college, like they were around. So you had to like them or you would just be annoyed everywhere you went. <laughs> right. like you couldn't escape them. Um, but I really like this new album. It's been a while since they've released something they were just inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame um they just lost andy fletcher fletch who was one of like the founding members of the band or important member of the band um and so uh, like i felt like i needed to at least acknowledge this album um it's called memento mori um which kind of loosely translates into remember you must die so the whole album is like really reflective in that way, but it didn't make me sad. It kind of made me feel like, well, it I'm not farcical, but like the idea of death is inevitable. Like we're not right. going to escape it. So you kind of got to live your life now. And that's, that's kind of what this song meant to me. It felt like, like we're all going to be ghosts again. Like we're not going to be here forever. Um, and so I felt this was like a good representation of, um, of a song that I really like from this new album that is definitely Depeche Mode. I made a note that says, if you're not a Depeche Mode fan, this album's not going to change your mind, you know? It, it sounds like Depeche Mode, but I think even if you're a casual fan, you'll like it. It delivers. So tell me, I'm so interested, Samer. I'm like dying to hear your feelings about Depeche Mode as a band and then this song in general. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's so funny that you mentioned, um, you know, it might not make you a fan. I I had always heard Depeche Mode in terms of like, it's like a big uh, 80s band, right? Yeah. Um, and I never listened to them. So this is actually really the first time. And I'm sure that I've heard songs of theirs, but you know, you've never of like course. connect the dots of like, oh, I'm listening to Depeche Mode right now. So I'm sure that there's a lot of songs that are familiar of theirs that I just never knew it was them. So yeah, they were just not a band that was ever really on my radar. 
And so I listened to this song and the first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, like Depeche Mode, 80 sound, sure. Like it just kind of like washed over me in that regard, like sounds fine. And then I listened to it a second time because I was like, actually, it was kind of interesting. I want to listen to it again. And so I listened to it a second time. And then by the third or the fourth time I listened to it, I was like really into this song. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there was just something about it that I kept being drawn back to. I think for me, it was like, I, I loved a lot of the, like the instrumental breaks, like the synth mm -hmm. instrumental breaks were yeah. so interesting to me. Like for some reason, my brain was like, I want more of that. Like, that sounds great. And you know, like I've always like the, his voice, like just sounds a little bit darker here. Mm -hmm. Like, and it has all, I think has always kind of been that, um, like kind of a darker sounding voice whenever he sings. So it's just really interesting to have that mixed with the synth. And so you know, I, th this song may have actually made me into a Depeche Mode fan. Not, you know, not that I was an anti one, right? So I don't right. know if it'll convert someone of like, I don't like them into liking them. But this certainly was kind of an interesting, like, I'm going to spend a little bit more time with this band. Uh, now that I've heard, you know, this song in 2023, uh, <laughs> been around for 30 years. Right. Um, it's never too late. So yeah, I thought mm -hmm. it was really interesting. This kind of grew on me. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I, again, I've had, you know, I have a, a good friend that's a super dupe the Depeche Mode fan. And it's a friend I've known since high school. And um, so that, again, that music was sort of, we were saturated in it in high school and college. And I just got so tired of listening to it. But it's it had been long enough that when this album came around, I was like, yeah, they still deliver. Like, it still feel, you know, they're, they're definitely still, it's worth listening to them still. So that's, that's my plug for Depeche Mode. <laughs> and the new like album it. yeah worth no, listening really to good. still, still. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh well samer thank you so much for sharing what you're listening to this week and listeners be sure to follow samer matt me all things super awesome mix and what are you listening to on instagram at super awesome mix as always, please download and share this episode with everyone you know and all the people you'd like to know, because music is a great way to connect. Thanks for listening, and please join me again next week to find your new favorite song. Mm -hmm.